Welcome to the Kid Zone Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite Native American Heritage Month stories written for children. Hi, readers. It's Miss Molly at Orem Library. Today, I have a picture book to tell you about, and it's one of my newer favorites. It's called Josie Dances. It is by Denise Lajmadir, who is of the Turtle Mountain Band of Chippewa. This story is about a young girl named Josie, who is anxiously awaiting dancing in her tribal powwow. She asks her mother to make her a shawl and a dress that she will need to participate. She asks her aunt to beat her a cape and her kukum, or grandmother, to make her moccasins. And a very important part, she asks her tribal elder, Grandma Great Walker, to dream her spirit dream, which will provide a name for her. As summer approaches, Josie worries that all the pieces of her outfit won't come together in time for the powwow and that she doesn't have a name yet. She keeps practicing and preparing all the same. Finally, it's time for the powwow and Josie spends a nervous night in her tent hoping for the best. The next morning, Grandma Great Walker tells her that she has dreamed her spirit dream and has a name for her, Mizizinsigwe, Young Eagle Woman. In the illustrations, you can see Josie's eyes sparkle with wonder as her family and community celebrate her first official dance. The illustrations by Angela Erdick wonderfully capture the dance movements throughout the story. It looks like Josie and the other dancers could dance right off the page. I love the bright, cheerful colors in the illustrations, particularly in Josie's dance regalia. I love that this book includes small details too, that make you feel like you're really there at a modern day powwow, from the food trucks, to the mic checks, to waking up with your hair a mess after sleeping in a tent. I also really liked how the book has words from the Ojibwe language throughout as Josie talks with the adults. For similar titles, you would also enjoy Pow Wow Day by Tracy Sorrell or Bow Wow Pow Wow by Brenda Child. Hope you enjoy these and other great picture books for Native American Heritage Month, and we hope to see you soon at the library. Hello, reader friends. This is Miss Mary at the library. In celebration of Native American Heritage Month, I want to tell you about a book called Indian Shoes by Cynthia Latish Smith. I would suggest this book to second or third graders who are starting to enjoy chapter books. This book is about a boy named Ray and his grandpa Halfman. Ray and his grandpa are Seminole Cherokee and they live in the city of Chicago. Ray's grandpa is raising him as both Ray's parents have passed away. This book is more of a collection of short stories about Ray's life. Whether it is scraping together the money to buy a pair of Seminole moccasins for his grandpa, or whether it's making the best of a bad haircut, these stories are a funny and heartwarming view into a treasured grandparent-grandchild relationship. Find this book in the intermediate section of the library. And for similar books, check out In the Footsteps of Crazy Horse by Joseph Marshall and Res Dogs by Joseph Bruchak. See you at the library! Do you like to eat berries, 
strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, and blueberries. I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. In the summer, my great grandfather would put on his shoes and a hat, call out to his sable collie, and grab a large silver pail. Sometimes I would accompany him and his dog on a walk through his forest of giant Douglas fir trees to gather woodland strawberries. Plop, plop, plop. We would drop the little strawberries in the bucket and then we would eat them back at the house with our breakfast. In Barry's song, a beautiful picture book written by Caldecott medalist Michaela Goad, a girl and her grandmother gather all sorts of berries through the seasons. Along their quest for berries, you will feel the importance of the environment and the connection to the land, the animals, insects, the water, and the sky. You will encounter otters, sea urchins, salmon, whales, birds, eagles, bears, hummingbirds, herring eggs, seaweed, hemlocks, cedars, moss, and of course, all types of berries. Totems appear in the forest symbolizing their ancestors. The illustrative double page spreads are gorgeous. The illustrations lead your eye around the forest to see what they are experiencing. In one spread, a mouse-eyed view lets you see the tree and plant roots, toadstools, banana slugs, frogs, and even the little fern spores at the bottom of the forest. You then look up to the middle of the scene to see the leaves and berries, and then up to the sky and the tops of the trees with birds. In another spread, the little girl is shown as being part of the earth. Berries, evergreen boughs, and even animals are part of her hair. Her hands are tree branches. Her body turns into water, waves, ancestors that fish the seas, and all the fish and animals therein. It shows the importance of the cycle of the earth rotating on its axis that creates day and night and our seasons. You can see that we are part of the cycle. The back matter at the end of the book introduces the reader to the native berries that Michaela, a member of the Klingit Nation, grew up picking in Sitka, Alaska. Berry Song is a wonderful story for children ages 4 through 8 that encourages them to appreciate the land they live on and help them understand that we are a part of the land. Come to the Orem Library to check it out. Hello, friends. This is Miss Rachel at the library. It is November, which means it's Native American Heritage Month. Native peoples have such a rich, vibrant history full of traditions, and many of their traditions are still practiced today. While individual tribes have different traditions and things they celebrate, one tradition that many people are familiar with is the powwow. I recently read a beautiful book about a tribal powwow called Powwow Day. It is written by Tracy Sorrell, a member of the Cherokee Nation, and illustrated by Madeline Goodnight, a member of the Chickasaw Nation. The book centers around River, 
a young girl who loves dancing in the jingle dress dance every year. However, this year, River is recovering from an illness. Initially, she thinks she can still dance, but she is too weak and too tired. River can hear the drumbeat and see others dancing, but has trouble feeling the joy of the beat. When it's time for the jingle dress dance, River wishes she could dance, especially since the jingle dress dance is a dance of healing, and River needs healing more than anyone else there. But as she watches the dance, River sees her sister, her cousins, and her friends, and knows they are dancing for her. Finally, she can feel the joy of the drumbeat fully. This short picture book tastefully addresses some complex topics in its pages. It has themes of childhood illness and recovery, family, disappointment, hope, and community support. It highlights the spirit, courage, and determination of Native peoples. The simple text pairs wonderfully with the warm, colorful illustrations, helping to convey the joy of a powwow celebration, as well as the hope it can create. And despite the short length, it teaches a lot about the purpose and heritage of powwows. In addition to the text, there is also more information included in the back of the book that goes more into depth about powwows and the jingle dress dance specifically. This back matter includes definitions and explanations that are written at a level that any reader can comprehend and appreciate. Overall, Powwow Day is a sensitive and informative portrayal of Native culture and personal healing that I would recommend for children in preschool and elementary school. If you enjoy reading Powwow Day, we have a lot of other fantastic books about Native peoples for you to read. Some of my favorites are Bow Wow Pow Wow by Brenda Child, We Are Water Protectors by Carol Lindstrom, When We Are Kind by Monique Gray Smith, and Finding My Dance by Rhea Thundercloud. See you at the library. It's Natalie at the Oran Public Library. I want to tell you about a picture book called Finding My Dance by Rhea Thundercloud. He was from the Ho-Chunk Nation in Zendia, Pueblo. I would recommend this book for ages four and up. In this book, we follow Rhea through various stages of her life, starting when she was four years old and she was brought into the powwow circle dancing in her jingle dress that her mom made her. As she grows up, she learns different styles of dance but still has a love for the expressiveness of indigenous dance. The illustrations by Kalila J. Fuller help show Rhea in the various stages of her life and help express the importance of believing in yourself. Hi everybody, it's Katie. For Native American Heritage Month, I was excited for the chance to read Native American stories because I'm not very familiar with indigenous traditions. So I read Trickster, Native American Tales, a graphic collection, which is an assortment of Native American folklore compiled and edited by Matt Dembicki. 
This book is a graphic novel where each chapter is a different folktale written by a different Native American storyteller. Each storyteller chose a different artist to illustrate their tale, and many of the artists are also Native American. Having so many different storytellers and artists gave this book so much variety, which I loved. Some of the stories had artwork that looked like a cartoon, while other stories had realistic art. The tales with an edge of humor often had brighter, more vibrant colors. One story about how Rabbit lost his long tail fits this style. Other stories with darker events had that darkness reflected in the art with muted colors or a monochromatic color scheme. For example, a story about a dangerous beaver used primarily brown and black colors. The art matched each story beautifully, or eerily, depending on the story. The tales in this book were fascinating to me. I enjoyed getting a broad introduction to Indigenous traditions by reading so many different short stories, and I'm excited to read more Native American folktales in the future. Because some of the folktales have darker themes and not always a happy ending, this book might be better for older kids, about grade 5 and up. Parents, teens, and kids could enjoy reading this book together. With so much variety, there's something for everyone. In 2011, Trickster Native American Tales, a graphic collection, won two awards. ALA Notable Children's Books for Middle Readers category and YALSA Great Graphic Novels for Teens. This book and more are available at the Orem Public Library. I hope to see you soon. Thanks for joining us. Check out our favorite titles at your local library. See you next month for more reviews.